Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, indeed. Get those car care questions ready. Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician from Lloyd's Automotive. Doing some work right now, I hear, uh, at Lloyd's Automotive. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning, Denny. You know, uh, I've always joked with you, and you've heard this before, if we fixed cars the way tech equipment works, we would people would not be satisfied. <laughs> when, <laughs> to say when, the we, least. when we fix a car, it, yeah, when we fix a car, it needs to work every time, all the time, and that's just not, just not true with tech equipment. It's like no. if it doesn't work, then shut it off and start over. So anyway... Yes, we got it started, and here we are. All right, very good, and uh, we're glad uh, that that uh, that, we straight, that we got it straightened out. If you have any kind of a car care question for uh, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, by all means, send it. And our time is limited, so don't wait. If uh, if you have an issue with your car, your truck, your van, call it in or text it in. Same number six five one four six one nine two two six. Dan will be with, be with us till about seven forty five when Jack Farrell uh, steps in. This morning, uh, Dan, I, I got a uh, call from uh, my daughter Tina, whom you know, and uh, you worked on her cars uh, over the many years, and she had a good question. Something that I know you and I have talked about over the years, but uh, I don't really have an answer myself. So we'll turn to, to the expert here, and let me just read uh, the question that she sent while we're getting uh, other listeners involved here. Uh, she says, my 1997 four-wheel drive Toyota RAV4 handled snow and icy roads better than my new all-wheel drive version of the same vehicle. And keep in mind, she loves that new car. She'll find reasons just to drive it. Uh, she loves it, so it's not an issue there. But the question is, do four-wheel drive systems handle snow and ice differently than all-wheel drive newer vehicles? And well, maybe it, you can explain the difference. Well, it could it could be very possible. You know, it, it has to do with the the setup and the design of the vehicle. Some of them have differentials, which allows slippage and all of that when you're turning and uh, on the road. But they're more engaged in the four wheel drive uh, activity, and uh, if it has. Um, you know, a transfer case, or if it has transfer cases and so forth, uh, I might have got that backwards. If it has a differential, it doesn't have the slippage, where if it has a transfer case, uh, it can have 
the slippage. And um, but at any rate, yes, depending upon the setup. For example, on a pickup truck, you know, a heavy-duty pickup truck, when you put it in full-time four-wheel drive, you can't really drive it on dry pavement because the front uh, uh, differential won't slip at all. That you know, the wheels are all direct drive, and mm. because the you know the the inside wheel has a smaller turning radius than the outside wheel. When you go to make that turn, of course, the tire it skips and bucks and and has trouble with that. And uh, where if it's uh, all-wheel drive, there's it allows for slipping slippage to go on in that process. So yes, there is absolutely a difference, and there's probably a difference between her old forerunner or her old uh, Rav Four and her new Rav Four, and uh, and that's what she's feeling. And also, her old vehicle did not have traction control and all of the other things that are going on in snowy weather, and so. You know, maybe that's one thing that <clears throat> she could try <clears throat> if she has a uh, if she has a switch. She could uh, shut off the traction control and see if that helps. And uh, finally, uh, she asked me too, and I have one on my uh, car, but I never use it. I should try it. It's a button called Snow, and she said, "Do I have one?" And she showed me a picture via the text, a, a screenshot of her manual. Uh, that uh, yes, uh, she does. Now, what does that do? Is that is that kind of a similar thing that you can kind of activate that uh, that it, you know for snow and ice hit snow? What does that do? That, well, I'm not sure on that particular vehicle what right. it does exactly, but that's yes, that's exactly what it would do. Is it it would perhaps be disab- disabling the uh, anti lock brakes, or it might be disabling the traction control, or enabling the traction control. Uh, it might be changing the operation of the transfer case or differential, uh, you know, or any of that. And so, uh, you know, it, it's changed the transfer case or differential, uh, you know, or any of that. And so, uh, you know, it, it's changing the workings of the vehicle. So that's absolutely the first thing she should try. Push that snow button and see if, uh, see if you're not happier with it, because yeah. that for sure will change the operation of the deal. We just might have a little winter yet <laughs> to test it out. I hope not. I hope she can't check it out till next right. December. I'm with you. All right, Dan, we have to take a break, a quick one. Let's, again, invite our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a car car question, uh, give us a call or send Dan a text, whichever is easier, just one number to do either, 651-461-9226. We'll be back with more car care. Uh, let's see, the new temperature in to the Twin Cities now 8 above zero. We're heading to near 34 today here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. He is an ASU certified technician there. He's working uh, as we speak. And Dan, uh, tell us, for those that uh, don't know, where are you guys located? We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Denny, which is right between... Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1300. 
800-516-1416. Very good. We'll get you that number before Dan leaves us, which is about 745 this morning. Dan, we have a bunch of texts and callers as well, so let's get back to business. I think John calling in from uh, Bloomington this morning is first up here. John, what's your question for Dan? Hi, John. Hello. What's your question, John? Yeah, so I've got a uh, 2016 uh, Chrysler Town & Country that I've noticed over the last few weeks or months that the, the mileage has dramatically dropped. Uh, the fuel efficiency has dramatically dropped. I'm wondering if that's what I could uh, look at or what could be causing that. Is uh, Let me ask you, John, has the check engine light been on? No. Okay. Well, then I'll tell you what's going on. If the check engine light's not on then the car, the vehicle, is happy with the air-fuel mixture that's uh, going on. In other words, the, it's, it's adding the proper amount of fuel. It's not causing the exhaust to be rich or lean. And so the conditions are right that, are, that the ve- it's asking the vehicle for more fuel. And that happens uh, in cold weather for sure. Uh, that has a significant effects, effect on mileage. And it also may have a, uh, an effect because of the blend of gas that's going on, that's uh, in our tanks and in our pumps right now. Uh, the, the alcohol level is, uh, it, the, the, the vehicles are more tolerant of a higher alcohol level. And so the alcohol level uh, could be a little bit higher because it's less expensive to make the fuel that way for for the uh, manufacturers, and so they add they add extra um, uh, alcohol, which is good for the environment. And uh, but the bad news is we don't get as good a gas mileage on our vehicles. So I think with what's going on in the world with the effect of oil prices and all that sort of thing stuff, I think we can find that uh, they're probably going to be changing the blend. Uh, maybe even a little bit more to uh, use less crude and more alcohol. Okay. All right, John, thank you for that. Let's uh, go to Hudson. I think Jenny is on the horn there. Uh, Jenny, good morning. Uh, What is your question for Dan Burns? Good morning, guys. I have a 2013 Jeep Wrangler, and it was having some difficulty, almost like um, a hiccup where it would kind of catch when we were driving it. And so the dealership said that we should put in a new electronic control module, which we did. And then um, it was having difficulty whenever we would start it up in the morning and go in reverse, it would shake a little bit and then cut out. And um, we know from a young driver in the family that this was, we found out recently that this was also happening in the summer. So, in other words, weather was not a factor. And what was happening is that um, the Jeep would cut out. So they just put in a new electronic transmission module, and now I'm being told that I need a new engine. Can you maybe offer some guidance? <laughs> well, it could be. I, I, you know, I'm certainly not looking at the vehicle, so I, I'd have to have some more information, certainly, to uh, see what they're telling you. Um, I think that the fact that you're calling me means that you're not very comfortable with the explanation that they gave you. And I think that's the first place I would start is what's going on? Why do I need a new engine? And they need to speak to you in terms that will make it clear. 
uh, why that is and, and what's going on. It's unusual to me that uh, a significant mechanical engine problem would be intermittent. Uh, usually, if something's broken mechanically in the engine, uh, it'll be doing it consistently, uh, not just from time to time. So that causes me to pause and makes me a little bit <coughs> curious, but <clears throat> I think the first thing that I would do if I was you is, uh, you know, go back and and ask for more information and don't stop. I mean, make sure that, that you're comfortable with the explanation that you're looking for. And if you're not getting the explanation that you're looking for, then I think you probably need to get another opinion. Maybe you want to get another opinion anyway, because, uh, you know, certainly as I'm sure as they told you, a new engine is very, very expensive and you don't want to do that if you don't have to. Good point. Good luck, Jenny. Let's grab another call, then we'll pick up on some text messages after the weather. Uh, Gary is uh, calling in from Cambridge, I think, this morning. Gary, thank you. What is your question for Dan? Hi, Gary. Is it Gary or Jerry? Oh, Jerry, whatever, uh, whatever you, whatever your question is. I'm in sorry. Cambridge. Very good. Go ahead, Jerry. I have an F-150 Ford pickup. Uh, oh, one. And the uh, signal lights, when it starts getting cold, they just buzz. They don't work. Can you tell me what's wrong with that? I love your program. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll tell you what. two things that might be the problem. One is the turn signal flasher. And if you, when it's warm, if you turn the turn signal flasher on, you'll find it. You'll hear it clicking underneath the dash. And oftentimes it's a pretty simple replacement. So first thing I would do is try that and see if that fixes it for you. <clears throat> the reason I'm suggesting that you just try it is because it's inexpensive and uh, you don't want to be out there working on it when it's cold and, <laughs> and it's acting up. So just try it. Put, it. put a new turn signal flasher in. That's probably what it is. If that's not the case, if that still doesn't fix it, then it's probably <clears throat> the multi-function switch, which is the turn signal switch and maybe the headlights are attached to it and the high beams or something like that. But that multi-function uh, switch oftentimes is a problem off that we see a lot of and we replace a lot of them. So that's the second place that I would look. So try a turn signal, flasher. If that doesn't do it, then we're going to get focused on the uh, multi-function switch, the turn signal switch itself. All right. Very good. Dan, we need to take a break and uh, have a look at that forecast, see what's ahead here in the next few days. Uh, more car care questions straight ahead. We'll uh, check out some text messages uh, next after the break. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here along with ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, tons of text messages. Let's see how many you can get before you have to take your leave today. Uh, we've talked about transmission flush before. Some cars do have the uh, ability to get that done. Some don't. But uh, Texter wants to know why is it important? Uh, what happens if you don't get a change? Well, it's just, you know, the, the, the whole transmission, the internal components of the uh, transmission are, are a whole bunch of little solenoids and ports and fluid flowing in all sorts of different directions. And uh, what you don't want to have happen 
happen is to have any of that sort of stuff get plugged up with debris, uh, you know, with clutch material or metal material or anything like that. And so, uh, you know, the, 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 if it's designed to be flushed out, you should do that because a clean transmission fluid is what's going to give you the best performance on your vehicle. Then a, a, a texter wants to, you to comment on the price of batteries. They said their 91-year-old mother went to a store and needed a battery for a 2008 Hyundai. They had a battery that fitted, but it was 150 bucks. Is this the kind of the going price for batteries is the question? Because they can be pricey. I think that, yeah, I think that is maybe a good deal. <laughs> batteries are... Batteries are one of those things that have gotten pretty expensive as things have gone on. You know, the other thing, Denny, that we've noticed is motor oil is getting expensive. Uh, you know, you used to be able to go in and get a you know twenty or thirty dollar oil change, and those days are long gone. So, uh, pretty common for an oil change if you use synthetic oil and stuff, and you have you know a, a, a larger quantity of oil for the oil change to be a hundred dollars. But a good battery is worth its um, weight in gold, I assume, because, you know, what do we give it? About a five-year lifetime, give or take? Yeah, I think it's about a five-year life expectancy. And you're right. There are climates in the United States where you can get by with a less expensive battery. But Minnesota is not one of those. You need to get all the power you can get on one of these severely cold mornings. This texter says, we decided to try snowbirding this winter, and they say, good decision. I have uh, their, uh, they have their 2020 Jeep Grand Cherokee in the garage in Minnesota on a trickle charger. What do I need to do before I drive it again in April? They want to- oh, nothing. You need to start it up, and, and uh, I'm sure what they meant is that a battery tender. It's not on a trickle charger, but that's okay. Um, they need to, you know, check the fluids, uh, fill it up with gas, check the tire pressure, uh, when you get it out of storage, and then enjoy uh, enjoy Minnesota. Okay. Uh, 2010 Town & Country van, the window on the driver's side won't roll up. Is that an easy fix, and is it expensive? Well, you know, sometimes uh, I'd say the three most common problems are, one, the electric motor in the door has failed and uh, will need to be replaced. The second problem is the master switch on the door panel itself, uh, if that switch has failed, uh, that would, would uh, cause the problem. And the third problem we see is where a wire will break in between the body of the car and the door itself. And, you know, every time you open and close the door, those wires flex. And uh, over years of flexing, oftentimes those wires will break. And uh, that'll cause things like your door, your uh, your windows not to work properly. So, in any of those cases, the inner that inner panel on the window needs to come off, and uh, that's hard to do. First of all, out in cold weather, you probably can't do that yourself. You'll probably have to bring that into a shop and have them help you with it. This listener Dan says, "Has anyone out there had the auto shop on their new vehicles or auto <coughs> stop? I should say." On their new vehicles, shut off. We hate that feature on our 2017 Buick, and we're wondering if this is a, there's a way, uh, if we could find some place that we could take it to have that shut off. We get that from time to time here on the show. Yeah, I think if, I think actually, if you do a web search of that, you'll find that there are some uh, websites that will offer you something as simple as um, plugging this a device into your diagnostic connector. Uh, that will allow that to happen. 
they're all aftermarket stuff. The manufacturer won't be allowed to do that for you because it's uh, you know it's part of the environmental um, plan that they made for the car, and and so they they can't just shut it off for you. And I probably am not capable or or uh, able to do that either. Um, but I think there are some devices on the aftermarket that are available, so I would look out there. Okay. Let's see if we have time for another one or two. Uh, here's a 2001 Corolla. Recently, the texter says the check engine light came on. The engine was running rough. I took it to a mechanic who said the fourth cylinder was not functioning. He said compression was okay, spark plugs okay, but coil might be bad. Does each cylinder have its own coil is the question. On an 01 Corolla, uh, probably does. Uh, I don't know without looking at, looking it up, but uh, but it's very common that each cylinder has its own coil, and if you just have to uh, replace one coil, that's good news. Uh, you should be happy about that. Well, that's good. Uh, let's leave you with this nice comment from a texter. No name. It says, uh, I've been to Lloyd's a few times. Dan is a nice guy who runs a great car repair shop at Lloyd's Automotive. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, that wasn't Linda that put that in there. I, I was, I, actually, I was going to suggest <laughs> you send that to Linda. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> Linda is Dan's wife, of course. All right. We have to take a run at it. And, Dan, let's bring you back here next week. I'm going to try to save some of these text messages we did not get to. They were kind enough to... Uh, Send them in. I'm going to try to hold on those and begin the show with them next week. But how, if we need to get to Lloyd's, how do we find you guys and get in touch with you? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call. As soon as this morning, Nick will be here, 651-228-13. One six. Dan, you have a good week, and uh, let's uh, check in next Saturday at the same time, okay? Sounds good, Denny. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Avenue, uh, Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Stay tuned next for our wine chat with Jack Farrell from Haskell's here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.